yo, yo, this is episode 119, aka The Weekend Wrap-Up, and you are now listening to a brand new Yang Banging episode of Behind the Baller Podcast. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Ben Baller, not Ben Humble. Some of you know me as the Lord of all washed up dads, your sire, if you may. Some of you also know me as the Korean John Cusack. Yo, what's good, everybody? Are you guys ready for the wrap up? On today's show, we're going to talk about this piece of shit, aardvark doo-doo president who doesn't pay his taxes, how important it is to vote. My Seahawks are three and O. My lake show is going to the chip and we're going to get another chip the hobby jackass of the week. Yes, we brought it back. Microwave era behavior and more on a brand new Dust Brothers produced episode of Behind the Baller. Let's motherfucking go. any of you guys remember my blog it lived from around 2008 to like 2012 and I'm gonna keep it funky we had action okay my blog got traffic I like I'd like to say that it was pretty entertaining um we would trend on Alexa if you guys know what fucking Alexa was that was like the Google for websites to see how high you charted and stuff now that shit doesn't really matter anymore but look now we have Instagram, we got IG stories, you got fucking Twitter, you got Facebook, all kinds of the shit. It was just, we had them then, but we didn't have Instagram then. But, you know, it kind of like just, it defeated the blog. In fact, people, the bloggers, fashion bloggers, they like, for what? You know, you should go to Instagram, you know. But my podcast is much more of a better platform to get free game and to also get a better sense of, of who I actually am. You know, one thing about me is I love to be prepared, right? Like I am already packed for my trip to San Francisco, which we don't even fucking leave till Thursday, right? But for real, in the words of Sugar Free, I stay ready so I don't have to get ready. But um, I don't know, someone just bought up the blog and shit, you know what I'm saying? Was saying that they watch this shit like, oh, well, I don't know your podcast or whatever. I'm like, motherfucker, you just, some people don't understand what a podcast is, you know? Podcast was never meant to be video, even though ideally I'd love to do video. But anyways, I used to blog and, and you know, now it's somewhat similar, but I kind of write down notes. I have my topics and things, right? But this is just better, period. And I, I was made for this. I was made to talk shit on that microphone, you know? But um, look, let's get into the show, okay? Let's discuss something that just cannot be avoided. All right, it's the Jake Steed penis inside Asian asshole. It's just crazy, right? A liar, right? Just a typical liar. Not even a good liar. Just every liar will deny shit until the death of him or her, okay? And this is not about Democrats or Republicans. It really isn't. This is about being a piece of shit 
and being a decent human, and more importantly, just being a good American citizen, okay? Dick Stane, Donald Trump, has not filed taxes for his personal income taxes for 10 of the last 15 years, okay? This is not fake news. No matter how much Dick Stane likes to say that, his followers are fucking the stupidest people that exist on in the creation of the earth, okay? Caveman level, all right? They don't realize that there are journalists out there who take on things like this as civil duty, all right? They dig deep into a scumfuck's life like the president of the United States, okay? And the New York Times was able to get some of his tax returns. They were able to get some information. They were able to get a lot of shit, okay? And check this out. If you haven't read, if you've been sleeping on our rock in the last 24 hours, in 2016 and 2017, Donald Trump and his wife, Melania, they declared, they signed their tax returns as a married couple. They paid $750 in taxes, okay? That is what Dick Stain paid. Legit. This is not fake news. This is not alternative news. These are public records and these are facts. This is not to be argued with or anything. This is two plus two equals four. Dick Stain Donald paid $750 the year he was fucking elected into fucking presidency. And the year after, that's $1,500 for two years. Him and his wife to, to combine a married couple paid less in taxes than anyone that you know. Every single person here listening to this podcast episode has paid more in taxes than the president of the United States. Okay, look, broke, hardworking immigrants paid billions in taxes in those years, 2016 and 17. And Dick Stain is trying to kick them out of the country. Okay. And the crazy part is Ivanka's involved, right? Ivanka's going to be in some deep shit because she received a large sum of money as a quote-unquote consultant, right? The only problem is she's an employee. She's an actual employee of Trump's company. So it's against the law. It's against the IRS rules for her to accept money as a consultant and take it as a tax break, okay? The IRS is going to have a fucking field day with this motherfucker, $750. Yo, my box of Topps Chrome was, one box was going for more than that two weeks ago. Okay. Like the New York, New York Times also revealed that Donald Trump is in debt for around $400 million for his company with loans and all kinds of shit to keep all his properties and everything going. And yo, those debts have to be paid in the next few years. So that pretty much means that Donald is broke, all right? No, not broke like homeless people that you see out there, whatever, not broke like, um, well, kind of, I guess, like them IG dudes that are fronting. But, I mean, he's broke like scam artists live, okay? It's fucking mind-blowing that some of you fucking people out there voted for him, okay? Now, look, only 60% of the qualified voters, American citizens, 60%, actually voted. That's it. That's a, that's really, that's a D score. It's almost an F and pretty much it is an F, right? Cause we got the D we got the Donald. 
okay? It's totally unacceptable. You got to go out there and vote, all right? Especially anybody who is not in California, okay? Don't fucking rely on the mail. Mail-in votes are just not going to cut it right now. All right, they're going to be mail-in votes are going to be a shit show. I also don't expect a president to be called on November 3rd. This is going to go a couple days after, maybe a week, who fucking knows. But the US mail is so fucked up. Okay? This is not some conspiracy theory. This is not I'm telling you firsthand. All right? Maybe it is a conspiracy theory. I don't I'm telling you though it's fucked up. Firsthand. I ship between 50 to 200 items a week via US mail for the last two or three months, okay? And for decades, normal protocol. If you ship something in-state, I don't give a fuck if you're shipping from LA to San Francisco, if you're shipping from Manhattan to Hamptons, okay? It's going to get there the next day as long as you got to the post office by 5 p.m. It is pretty much guaranteed it is going to get there, okay? By just using first-class fucking mail, okay? I could send shit all day long from LA to OC, LA to Riverside, whatever. It's going to get their regular mail by tomorrow. But now, now check this out, okay? I have had many, many packages that were going between 25 to 100 miles away from my house, okay? Or from my office. I've had them take four days from fucking, from Hollywood Okay, from Hollywood to fucking Long Beach take four days. What the fuck is going on? All right, I don't know, but shit is sad. Okay, sidebar, I read this article where McDonald's employees in Denmark, all right, in Denmark, make around $25 an hour, okay, and they get six weeks of paid vacation a year, and they also get full benefits. While over here, Full-time employees of McDonald's can make as little as under $8 an hour. And you don't know, these motherfuckers don't get it. They don't even get a free Uber ride to the doctor if they're sick, okay? It's fucking sad. What I'm trying to say is we need to make some motherfucking changes, all right? We have the power to make changes, okay? I know dudes who, by definition, aren't racists, okay? But they have messaged me and said, what are you doing? Why are you bashing Donald? What the fuck? Are you crazy? Do you know what will happen to the economy if Biden is elected? And I'm like, do you know how fucking stupid you sound right now? That's all you care about? You live in a fucking $7 million house and you're worried about this shit right now? Like, you know you can fucking make up that shit. If not, then what you were doing was a fluke. And you got lucky or whatever. And you shouldn't have been, you shouldn't have jumped into a $7 million house. You should have lived maybe a little bit so you were just more comfortable. Maybe you put yourself in a situation. I'm not here to tell you how to live your life. Don't tell me how to live mine, okay? But you got to be a greedy son of a bitch cocksucker to not see with your own eyes how fucked up our country is right now, okay? I'll take an L financially to get this guy the fuck out of office. Yeah, it's going to suck regardless, regardless who the fuck is in office. But for the world for our lives, for our future, for our kids. We can't afford Dick staying in office for another four years, all right? If that means I'm gonna make a quarter of what I make, usually, so be it, fuck it, all right? And it should be way worse for the fucking people who don't make that much money. You gotta go out there and fucking vote, 
Okay. That's it. That's the end of that bit right there. All right, guys. No more fucking politic talk. None of that shit. I'm, it's not me, but look, that is just realness right there. Um, and we're going to talk about something totally different now. I'm not talking about COVID or nothing, but you know, this is not, I mean, I guess kind of COVID related, but because of what the fuck is going on, you guys know how hard my family has quarantined. I mean, I've definitely stepped out with being the safest person possible, but my wife and my kids, they have not left the fucking house very few times here and there. Look, yes, I took a small vacation recently to San Diego with my family, but guess what? We never left the Airbnb, okay? One day, yes, we did hit the zoo, but we stayed 15 feet away from anyone that was at the park. And mind you, the park was at 40% capacity, all right? And this is all while everyone in my family wore masks, again, stayed the fuck away from everyone else, okay? And we're very careful. Now, my daughter turned three in the pandemic, right? And that's like a crucial year, you know, year because she's walking, talking. She's the most sharpest out of the three kids, even though London is brilliant. She is so smart and so sharp and she's the most chatty and talkative and she has such a crazy personality. But she doesn't remember going out very much and being out in the streets, you know, when she was two and one, whatever, as much as we were out and stuff. So this past weekend, we decided to hit our favorite place in all of LA, right? We went to the Americano and um, we knew it was going to be a shit show, right? But we're like, man, fuck this. Okay, sit down. We got to go and just see what the fuck is good. Okay, kids are fucking cabin fever going crazy. We had to prep for it. We had to prep our kids what to expect and everything. My kids didn't get, they were so fucking excited, all right? So I called my VIP host at the Crusoe Group and let me tell you something. The Crusoe Group, they took care of us. They took care of us beyond celebrity level. I don't know what the fuck to even call it, okay? Look, the Americana's valet has been shut down for over six months. And they allowed me to park my Santa down there in the valet with not a single car parked next to me. There's not a single car. There was no parking car. There was no cars in the entire parking lot. The shit was coned and roped off, okay? And then a concierge met me in London, right, at the parking lot, they came down, met us, walkie-talkies and everything, walked us up to the fucking restaurant. And uh, Ryder, Kaya, my wife, and my in-laws, they drove separately and they met us there. And um, don't ask, it was just a fucking weird situation. I just felt like, you know, take the send out, boom. Plus we didn't have a fucking car big enough for everybody. But my wife calls me and she's like, babe, it's, it's so packed right now. This is more packed here than even a normal crazy weekend when COVID didn't exist. And I said, I knew it would be, would be, you know, but fuck it. Let's, we're masked up. We're ready to go. Don't trip. Okay. Now she's not walking with security, none of that, whatever. But she tells me that she gets to Cheesecake Factory and she's like, yo, they told me it's a three and a half hour wait. They don't have anything for Ben Baller. Uh, what the fuck is going on? I'm like, babe, just, I'll be right there. All right, just chill. I'm walking over there to you right now. Don't even trip. All right. FYI, I've mentioned many times before that my kids can't eat much. All right. Kaya is at least the least finicky eater of the three kids, but London being obviously the, the worst, and actually Ryder's even worse than London is, not because of allergies, he just won't even try nothing, all right? But let me tell you something, my three kids, they love them some fucking Cheesecake Factory, all right? They fucking love Cheesecake Factory. That is like a almost a weekly just thing that we did, all right? That mac and cheese, the kids' mac and cheese, yo, the chicken tenders was 
popping. I take I took a bite of everything. It was so soft and tender and everything. Their fries. You already know the motherfucking pumpernickel bread, sourdough bread. The, the kids had like six loaves of fucking sourdough bread. They loved the chocolate cake there. I fuck up that fucking farfalla pasta, that garlic pasta. Oh my God, and the fucking buffalo blast and all that shit. Anyways, they haven't ate there in over seven months and they've missed it so much that we try to get the same sourdough bread at least just to try to, you know, have something that reminds them. Anyways, my concierge walked us past the sea of people waiting in line and I grabbed my wife and my in-laws and the kids and they had a table for us two tables for us, at least 12 feet away from anyone else, okay? So we sat down, had our dinner. The kids loved it. After that, we walked into Nordstrom's. I got my kids some shoes. They have been in quarantine so fucking long that their feet grew out of their shoes. And they don't really be outside like that, you know what I mean? If they're gonna be outside in the yard and go fucking, you know, we go bike riding, we got Crocs. You know, we got tons of Crocs. I'm talking like regular shoes. They don't really need to get fresh like that, you know, like, I ain't gonna, you know, I gotta say, Kanye and Kim definitely sent my kids sets of Yeezys and stuff. I think London's fit, but Ryder and Kai, they just didn't fit no more. So, look, I got them fresh. I got them situated, and hopefully that lasts until whenever. And we're gonna try to be more safe, but we're gonna try to, you know, get out of the house and everything, you know? Anyways, I'd like to send my greatest gratitude and thanks to the Crusoe group, especially Jake. Jake, you're, fu- you're the man, bro. And to Tony and to Bradley over at the Crusoe group. Seriously, man. A1 level hospitality. Thank you again so much. And uh, when I hit San Francisco this week, I'm going to be acting as if I'm here at home and just be just as careful. You know, one thing that'd be dope about driving up to San Francisco is that I'm going to have my car. You know, I got a fucking car as fast as a motherfucker. That's like, you know, it's versatile. And I'm going to have my blapper on me. Going to have a lot of extra motherfucking magazines. And people say, don't say clips. Anybody from the streets know what a motherfucking clip is. You must be some real, just Confederate flag white dude who don't know what a fucking clip is. Every man, shut up the fucking gangstar. All right. Miles, man, can you play like two bars of motherfucking full clip? Hey, don't even play the big L rest in peace. Just hear this. Can I just hear the first fucking four bars of motherfucking full clip, gangstar? Please. Fresh out the gate again, time to raise the stakes again. Fat my plate again. Y'all cats know we always play to win. GNG to the stars, son. Haters took this too far, son. So that's all for you. I'm wiping out your whole team. Out, splatter your dreams with lyrics to shatter your skin. Anyway, some real hip hop shit, right? Um, my assistant will be with me, and he's been super safe, man. Sean is a G. He's just been, that motherfucker is masked up 24 hours a day. He knows what time it is. He ain't playing games. But again, I can't wait to see every one of you guys who bought a Bay Area BBDTC box. Can't wait to hit up uh, lefties and go to Berkeley and check out some of my old stomping grounds. And just, it's been so fucking long. Seven months. I've never been, in 10 years, I haven't been seven months without going to fucking, going to my place out there. And just, it's crazy, you know? Um, Speaking of San Francisco, yo, real quick, I need to say rest in peace to the legend Keith Huffnagel, a.k.a. Huff, Huff said, Huff, yes, that Huff, if you were a skater or into streetwear, if you remember those marijuana leaf socks, yes, there's only one guy who made them, um, there was some issue between Rob Kardashian with Arthur George, and he did it, and it was a beef between him and stuff, and it's so crazy that we we're like, me and Nick Diamond in the between this, and Nick goes back with Keith since way, way back, because Nick Diamond is a SF native too, but you remember the marijuana leaf socks, come on, that's Huff. 
right? The box caps with the fucking black square that said HUF on them, right? He was a pillar in the skate community. He is OG in the streetwear game, period. He's OG, period, okay? This dude was a San Francisco native, a San Francisco legend, triple OG to the city, all right? Keith, God bless your soul. May you rest in paradise, homie. I was in deep shock when I heard you pass, man. I know I haven't seen you in two years, but I'd heard that you had got cancer. Damn, I thought you beat it. I don't know, man. We had a lot of good times. I want to thank you for all the clothes, for all the chats, just the chill vibes, man. You were like the first person to put me on a Toro Imoy. And anytime, like whenever I listen to Master of None, I think of you. To this day, I think of this chilling in your fucking, in your warehouse in Silver Lake. I'm just like bugged out. Like, bro, you blessed me with my fucking only pair of Zoo York SB Dunks. And that was like the fucking Paris Dunk back in the day. That was like, that was the fucking, I can't even think of what the fuck, what's super rare right now. Like way more rare than the fucking Chunky Monkey, whatever the fucking, this is the OG era. When motherfuckers, it doesn't matter if you, have, if you had money, you still couldn't get this shit. It wasn't like that. You just had to be cool. It was back 2003, right, at, at Huff's SF store. You were always a thousand percent solid. You were just a real dude, man. You will be missed for real. My condolences to your wife and to your child. I don't know, man, I have to say that you were just a very decent human, bro. Rest in peace, man, again, man. I got a call two days ago on Saturday from my boy Scott, a.k.a. Cuddy. Man, it's been like almost two months since we've chopped it up. And I ain't gonna lie, the first thing he's like, y'all, I miss you, man. I'm like, I miss you too, bro. I feel like it's been a year or something because I talk to my dude every week, you know. But um, we had like a one hour long catch up call. And uh, he's just working on music, you know. And, um, you know, he's got this new HBO show. I forgot what the fuck it's called, man. But you guys can Google it. But he, he plays an army dude, right? Like who's in his 40s. And the army dude he plays on the show is a Trump supporter. It's a military cat, right? And, um, you know, we were talking about that shit, you know, it's just like, yo, man, people are kind of bugging like, yo, is this motherfucker Cuddy like a fucking Trump supporter and this, that, whatever. It's like, come on, man. You motherfuckers don't know, like, how stupid could you be, you know? And just know if you got triggered by his acting job and him being, you know, a Trump supporter on television, then he did his job as a thespian, period. Anyway, just thought I'd shout him out. That's my boy, Scott, man. By the way, you know that Simply Watermelon Juice that I've been drinking? That I've been fucking highly addicted to. That's because of this motherfucker right here, Cuddy. <laughs> Anyways, um, another actor this weekend endorsed Biden. This time it was The Rock. And he said his piece, his bit, he did like an IGTV, like a long, you know, well thought out uh, statement. And uh, I want you guys to do something. I just want you guys just to see this shit real quick. It's fucking amazing. It's scary. And if it don't scare you, then fuck, I don't know what to say, man. But you gotta check out the comments on that Instagram post, all right? Go to the post. It might be, if you're listening in real time, it should be, I don't think he posts that much, but it should be the, the post. You know, he's endorsing Biden and, and Kamala. Read the comments, please, all right? Just to see what we're up against, all right? That's America. Like, that's America today. It, it's fucking scary. Like, it's fucking sad, and it's just, man, fucking crazy. Before we jump into the break, I just wanted to say something real quick, like, Nobody gets treated better by me because they're famous, okay? Like, I'm famous, all right? And I, I, I never say that, but I, I said it. Like, so I don't give a fuck 
even if you're way more famous than I am or if you're way richer than I am, it doesn't fucking matter to me. You are a mortal human being. I ain't tripping on you. I mean, it's not that deep. All right, the ones that I used to trip over or had tripped over in the past are now dead. All right, Bob Marley, Michael Jackson, Prince, Bruce Lee, all right, anyone else, again, you're just a human to me, all right? You will not get better treatment because you spent money with me, and that's just, you know, people say, oh, the customer's always right. I live a different creed, all right? I'm either cool with you, like I'm really cool as fuck with you, and it doesn't mean we're friends or nothing, I'm just really cool with you, right? Or we're just not cool. Okay, I got people who leave me comments or replies thinking I'm being nice to someone. Like, I'll leave a comment on some celebrity's page I actually grew up with or I'd known, whatever, and they'll be like, oh, he's being nice, man. You should try to fucking try to get some jewelry. You're trying to sell some jewelry, huh? That's what you want to do, huh? You just fucking, you need to stay in your lane. When people say shit, people are like, you need to stay in your lane. It's the dumbest fucking thing people could say. Anyways, they think that I'm on someone's page because I want them to spend money on jewelry with me. <laughs> That's... That That is a total opposite I truly pray That they don't hit me For jewelry Especially if I like them Because they're just Going to get a no Like real fast from me Okay I have never Kissed anyone's ass Or look thirsty To have someone Spend with me Okay They either get a chance to And I'm grateful Right Or nine times out of ten I'm just too busy And we just can't work Right, we, at least we can't work immediately Not immediately All right. Anyways, with that, I need to take a quick break We'll get back into the Lakers talk The fucking Seahawks Again, of course, the hobby And we brought back Jackass of the Week So yo, Miles, man Hit me off with some of that LL That Lakey Lake Alright, we'll be right back, yo back um and uh my seahawks are undefeated all right after week three i don't give a fuck what you guys say but we're three and oh all right betting wise shout out to my bookie.ag betting wise and with the help of the dust brothers we went eight and five against the spread this past weekend um we're about 30 and 14 for the season that's including Monday night footballs and all and everything else um 30 and 14 look man we got 30 wins, 14 losses. Listen, that's not chopped fish dick, all right? Like, that's legit. All right, for tonight, for Monday Night's Football, uh, get matchup between the Chiefs and the Ravens. I can't wait to watch this game. This is going to be a motherfucking battle. This is going to be crazy. This is between the two motherfucking, you know, hotshot quarterbacks. I think Russell's the best, but um, we like the Chiefs plus three and a half. It, it's going to be some shit. <laughs> that's all I know. All right, but yo, back to the Seahawks. We play against Miami this weekend in Miami. Um, we watch that shit remote from San Francisco. And I can't wait to go 4-0, all right? Uh, I'm not tripping on the Dolphins, all right? But listen, Russell Wilson is not fucking around. You watch every pregame show, watch everything. You watch First Take this morning, you know they're talking about this motherfucker is on his MVP season, all right? He is cooking better than ever, Okay. One thing that Russell does do, though, that drives me fucking crazy because I have a heart attack. Every fucking win is a heart attack. He still holds on to the ball way 
too fucking long, okay? And we don't got an O-line like that to have him play like that, all right? And DK Metcalf. Yo, DK, what the fuck are you doing, bro? Like, dog, really, man? You showing off with no fans in the stands? Like, bro, come on, man. I know you're 22, 23, you're young. You want that, you know, that that little Uzi era that or that little TJ. I don't know what the fuck all these new rappers doing. But, I mean, I, I get it. You're young, can't everything. But come on, bro. Like, you're a beast, man. Like, we're too good for that shit, you know? Thank God you made up for it. Yo, thank God we beat the spread. But don't play like that, man. Come on, bro. Tyler Lockett. Yo, this motherfucker, man, had more touchdowns than anyone, right? He deserves that snicker chain this week. I'm going to say it right now, okay? Tyler Lockett deserves the Snickers' hungriest chain this week for sure, okay? Russell Wilson also broke the record for most touchdowns thrown through three games, all right? He has the most touchdowns in NFL history and for any quarterback ever through three games, all right? Brady had the record in 2011 with like, I think 11 or so, whatever the fuck it was. Mahomes held the record prior to that. He actually broke the record and then he, he held it since 2018. Mahomes had 13 touchdowns, right? But Russ got 14. And, uh, you know, after Miami, we faced Minnesota at home. And then we got a bye week. And I'm hoping that we go into the bye week 5-0, and all right? But then, yo, it gets serious. Our schedule is serious after that, okay? Listen, I am so fucking scared of Aaron Donald. Like, I'm not gonna lie to you. Like, I'm, I'm petrified, especially for Russell. Like, I, I, we just gotta fucking, we, he cannot hold on to the fucking ball during those, I don't know what the fuck it is with him. Throw that bitch in the motherfucker. I don't give a fuck. But I'm scared to death of dude, all right? And he's like that bully, who you even try to get a gang, you like you pay the gang to go fucking stop them and they can't stop them, okay? Yes, the Bills handed the motherfucking Rams an L and they handled business, all right? But Josh Allen is some kind of different animal. He's a fucking animal for real. I didn't realize dude was 6'5 and like 260. This motherfucker's like Cam Newton's size and damn, yo. Like he got hit like six, seven times. He faced my one, but this motherfucker was getting out of shit I couldn't even fucking believe, okay? But once we play them, we will really see where we stand, okay? But in the meantime, we're number one in the NFC West, you fucks, right? Um, the Dodgers, they're headed to the playoffs, and that's all I'm going to say about that. We ain't going to talk anything about that till we start getting to motherfucking World Series action. But yo, ladies and gentlemen, after a 10-year leave of absence, the Lakers are headed to the NBA Finals. And we're playing against the Miami Heat. Shit. <laughs> I wanted to, you know, I wanted Boston, right? Because I wanted rivalry, obviously, you know, the, the history between us. And I said that here on the podcast, but they just couldn't do it. And I love on Twitter and shit, I see all these underdog stories of fucking uh, a Spolstra. How the fuck do you say fucking Eric's last name? The Heat's coach. I don't give a fuck where he came from. I don't give a fuck how he came up from the, try to show some old ass office with a motherfucker using a fucking PC with fucking Windows 95 on. I don't give a fuck about fuck out of here. Okay, the Heat is toast, all right? Who the fuck did the Heat play in these fucking playoffs in the Eastern fucking conference? Anyone? Who, Giannis? Come on, man. Giannis need to go get a jump shot, okay? Come on, Tatum? Okay, Tatum, all right? 
And Giannis, look at 2018, 19, Giannis is fucking scary, unbelievable. Look who the fuck we had to go through, though, all right? Dame Dollar, motherfucking Harden, like, yo, we legit played A1 first-team All-Stars, all right? Jokic and all them. These motherfucking, the Heat wouldn't even fucking got past Denver, okay? They don't want to see us. I've called every series here on the podcast so far. I have been exact on it, all right? And I'm saying now, Lakers in five, but only to show the Heat a little tiny bit of respect, okay? I think we got them in four, but no more than five, all right? They're going to be have this, man, they're going to have some fucking work cut out for them, all right? And that's, yo, I'm not going to get too heated. That's it for sports, <laughs> okay? That's it for sports. So, Pete. There wasn't anything that was worth mentioning or anything that I watched. You know, I watched the ghost tapes or the power or the fuck it is, whatever. And it's good. It's just, you know, like Mary J. Blige, like she never acted. She never was in anything. And now she's like playing this. She's playing herself or someone she thinks she is in New York City, tough girl, whatever, boom. And I just want this shit. They're just dragging the shit on. Like, and I get it. That's 50 Cent's good at it. Um, they're all kinds of crazy shit. He's like really, he got, he was like, fuck this. I'm a, um cater to the gays, to the undercover dudes, this, that, boom, boom, the streets. And it's all real life that's going on. It's just, it's just, bro, I know it's going to be, what, eight episodes, 11 episodes, I don't know what the fucking season is. Realistically, and they're an hour long, he could have made these 30-minute episodes and they could have went a lot faster. They just like, they're, they're dragging on. But anyways, there was nothing else that I watched other than football worth mentioning, okay? But we, what we are going to do right now is we're going to bring back Jackass of the Week. So, Miles, please cue in the jackass soundbite. You jackass! Which reminds me, ladies and gentlemen, look at someone please make me some jackass of the week theme music, right? Don't need to be that long, 30 seconds, I don't know. Just make me a jackass of the week theme song, and if it's lit, I will actually use it as my theme song for a show each week. Look what Illegal Cartel did. I have my own theme song for the show. You know, we don't use it every episode, but look, I got original music, okay? So help us out, okay? So without further ado, Jackass of the Week. It was almost a tie because Tory Lanez did all that bullshit. I don't want to try to hear shit from nobody. Stop it, dude. The dude is fucking tripping. He's probably fighting for his life and everything else. And I know it's not funny, but what's really not funny is shooting a girl, okay? Which he did. I don't know what the fuck. Shut the fuck up. I'm telling you right now from the fucking inside information I have, which everyone else knows regardless, that motherfucker shot somebody and then try to make an album and try to put it out and try to promote it out. Like, bro, like, nah, dog. Like, I, I think, and again, too, he's really, because that's your career. You could be really done for real, for real. And it just, you know, I know he wasn't the most likable person and there's other issues now. Now I really think that it's like, it's curtain call for this motherfucker and people are trying to like fight it. It's like this, it's like Trump versus the non-Trump supporters. It's crazy. But anyways, he did not win Jackass of the Week. This week's Jackass of the Week should be Jackass of the Century, and it's Jay Mazzini, the fake Muslim prophet, uses religion to benefit himself. He takes the fucking cake, okay? For those of you who do not know who Jay Mazzini is, good for you. You guys are blessed, okay? But he is a scumbag piece of trash who has scammed thousands of people and he pays celebs who don't know any better to promote his false good doings. And really, really, here, a fan wrote this who used to work with him. 
And I'm just gonna not, I'm not plagiarizing, I'm just gonna quote, kind of like quote, I kind of took little things here and there because I don't know if, anyways, let me break this down for you, okay? Jay Mazzini does fake giveaways and records them, okay? He only records them for promotional use and for clout. That way people will like him and get more followers. And he does this to get attention from celebrities, but he pays celebrities and like blog sites like The Shade Room or Worldstar, which I've already informed Worldstar, but like, yo, bro, look, no, dude is a fraud. I'm gonna show you this, this, and this. Boom, dude is 100% uh, straight up on some bullshit, okay? Um, and both Shade Room and Worldstar stopped promoting the dude, right? My girl Robin, who owns Baller Alert, right? She said, she's like, no, nah, I can't post this shit. It just doesn't rock with our vibe and everything. But my boy, Fabulous, he don't know any better. He's like, took a little bit. He took his, whatever, five, 10 bands to post this shit and hang out and do whatever. And Mike Tyson did too. I was disappointed. I actually messaged Mike, all right? And Mike had a soft spot because Mike is Muslim, you know, and he saw that. So this is, you know, this is supposed to give people hope and something. I'm like, yo, Mike, um, this dude is scamming people, fam, and using this shit for it. So, you know, Mike ain't gonna rock with dude now, you know, that it's known. But look, He'll use these celebrities to even get more followers, okay? And these celebs have no clue that he's using them for a huge scam, right? They just see the goodness, boom, right? And then he announces, this is where the crazy scam right now, where it's re, just jump back in my DMs and everything, okay? Jay Mazzini announces a giveaway, right? And he tells people to go watch his Instagram live, okay? He promises people if they buy 10 different items from his clothing line, the next 2,000 orders, you hear that? The next 2,000 orders, two zero 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 orders, okay, from his clothing line, will get 40,000 cash shipped to their house with their order, okay? All right, let me, let me rewind this, okay? He's telling people to buy... 10 different items from his clothing line, which is just trash. Straight up, screen print, garbage, right? And he's trying to make people think like he even has 2,000 fucking orders, which he fucking doesn't. Even if he has, I don't know, 300,000, 800,000 followers, no idea. 2,000 fucking people, just, but people are so dumb. He's telling them that the next 2,000 orders will get 40,000 cash shipped with their order, okay? I had to repeat that because do you realize that that's $80 million, right? That's $80 million in total. Do you know how fucking stupid you have to be to believe that he's giving $80 million away? And of course, people fall off that shit. And the dude is young. It's just, you just, I've seen him one time on Worldstar, like two or three years ago, I said, yo, this dude right here, 100% dude is wrong. Everything is wrong about dude. Everything about this dude is wrong, like rocking an Adidas jacket and fucking Puma socks with Nike shoes. Like he's just wrong all the way through, okay? And people fall for that shit because they've seen videos of him giving away a lot of money and celebrities follow him and then he scams them, okay? This girl, some girl from Canada, she happened to jump on live with him and she asked him if she won. She goes, hey, did I win? And Jay said, yes, you won. You won $40,000. And then she asked him, oh, where will I get the money? I live in Canada, you know? And he replied, it's gonna be shipped with your order in the mail. 
that, that goes through customs. All right, just so you understand. Who the fuck ships $40,000 cash through the mail? Come on, man. Wake the fuck up, people. All right, he is truly the worst. And I bet if he gets caught, he's gonna try to fucking flee to the UAE, somewhere around there, because they won't extradite him. Okay? And it's so funny. He's like, I posted a thing on Instagram stories and like one of his boys, I know it's like one of his homies, he's like one of his little fucking counterparts, whatever, messages me, says, you just sound like a broke hater. And I'm, I'm like, yo, <laughs> man, look, dude, I try to tell people, I don't even put, I haven't posted the last four cars I bought on my, on my, like on my store, on my, nothing, I even on my stories, unless you're on my close friends, which I think out of the 53 people on close friends, maybe six people listen to this and they know that I don't post shit. I just don't, like I don't post my home and things like that. And they, they know. And they're like, damn, you know. And, and they, they look at me differently because they think it must be difficult. I'm just like, no, it's just, I can't. And I also feel bad. Like, I post a rolling shot on my son. I didn't post like a po whole full thing. Like, I just didn't, oh, this motherfucking car is $1.2 million. Like, no, it just ain't me. But for Jay Mazzini's home, little clony to call me broke, like, bro, you couldn't even afford my fucking car insurance, my monthly car insurance payment. Like, stop it. Yeah. Jackass. Okay. And speaking of seeing like DMs and stuff like that and whatever, I'm, I'm looking at Twitter replies, right? Trying to find somebody who's um, just, just looking for like people I need to ship out uh, cards to, right? And I'm reading replies and there's some dude tweeted me and he says, and he's talking about the Gary V episode, right? And he goes, I hope you took some gems from that at Gary V episode from what at Gary V said on your show. No, bro. I hope you took some gems. All right? I hope you listened. Okay? Like, it's fucking crazy. This dude was like trying to like, he was, I don't know what it was. People read me the wrong way. Just like people read Gary Vee the wrong way and think he's full of shit or whatever it may be, right? You can't teach an old dog new tricks. Okay? I think we established that right at the beginning of the interview. All right? One I'm older than Gary, all right? I'm older than Gary V is, okay? To be honest, I would bet my entire life, all right, that I've had a much more worldly life or I've had much more worldly life experience than Gary has, okay? That doesn't take even 1% away how brilliant Gary is, okay? Or how great of a businessman he is, okay? We're in different places, he wants to live to be 100 and still working at 80 to be the greatest of all time. I don't give a fuck about none of that. I'm on my exit plan. I want to be a full-time dad. I am totally content with my current life. Okay? I don't, I didn't, there's no gems I can really take. He's just saying things that I've already known. All right? Nothing can defeat a man who is content. All right? Being content with where I am is unmatched. Okay? I don't want to face challenges if I don't have to, okay? So again, maybe you're listening to my episode with Gary Vee, okay? But you didn't hear a single word I said, okay? And then some dude in the replies to that guy put, you know, Ben thinks he knows everything. All right, Mr. Man, look, what I don't know could fill China in more. Okay, but I myself, I know quite a bit, all right? 
and I can navigate myself to be where I'm at and hold down 17 people and live a lifestyle that even a lot of rich people can't live, right? But more importantly, what do you know, right? That's what I want to know. What do you know, right? Not much. What you know could probably be written on the back of a matchbook with a broad marker, okay? Okay, all right. Anyways, enough of all that. Guys, my gold vacuum sealer 2.0 drops tomorrow. Yes, my gold vacuum sealer. Seal up some motherfucking steaks, seal up some vegetable, seal up some of that bomb-ass fried rice, which you wish you had from Dongljang, okay? Seal up some weed, seal up some cash, seal up the VVS pens that you want to go ship somewhere and bring them somewhere, who fucking knows? You can seal whatever the fuck you want to, all right? Because with my gold vacuum sealer, the 2.0 version is better, has newer technology, has more functions, and it has better suction, okay? And of course, it only drops exclusively on the network app, okay? I only made a few hundred this time, and this is the last time that I run a vacuum sealer ever again, okay? No more gold money counters, no more gold scales. This is the last vacuum sealer I do, period. So you might want to motherfucking go grab that bitch only on the network app tomorrow. But yo, I do have some heat dropping with a network on Black Friday, okay? I'm not going to say what it is just yet, but I do have some heat dropping. And I got some shit for gamers, some super heat for gamers in the first quarter of 2021, all right? So... Last but not least, let's get into the hobby, okay? I'd like to start off by saying thank you to everyone who contributed into my three different auto drop on Friday. Look, I appreciate you guys more than you know. I know that was a lot to digest, especially because a lot of shit to buy here and there, whatever, on a collector level, and just to flip whatever the fuck it is. Um, I had to clear the pipeline. I had three backed up, boom, the top star shipping super fast. I didn't want them to be late. I was kind of like, let's just get them out there, boom. But from now on, it will be one at a time, one, one autograph release at a time. There ain't that many left, okay? We are so close to being caught up to in real time. Um, I just got my Ted Williams cards today. So expect an auto drop next week for Ted Williams. And then by that time, I'll get my... Uh, my uh, Bob Gibson, and then drop that, and then boom, we are in real time, okay? So I'm warning you guys now, my Ted William cards will probably sell out a lot faster than usual due to one, I lowered the prices, two, this is a single card drop with only a total of 55 cards for sale amongst, uh, uh, well, three different categories, 55 cards total. I had hundreds of people on the site. I just want you to know that I'm gonna be dropping some dope merch I got some really cool items coming out, man, like stationary things. Just I'm going to start doing some hoodies because the weather's starting to get cooler. But with the autograph release with Ted Williams, it will be much smoother since the next two auto drops are vintage cards. You know, they're vintage players. So it's going to be smoother because I'm dropping the prices a bit, all right? And we still sold out and everything, and it's all good, all right? Now, my Topps Chrome boxes, they are going for about... You see, let me look here. Trending, yeah. So they're trending at five hundred fifty bucks, about you know, per box, which makes things even more attractive. All right, I'm gonna be buying another ten boxes later on today. 
and um, I'm paying resale value. I don't give a fuck because I need them. All right. There are still some very serious one-on-ones out there, like the one-on-one Mike Trout Auto. There's a one-on-one Refractor of Mike Trout. There's a one-on-one Tatis Auto. There's just a lot of more heat, okay? No matter what the fuck anyone says, it is proven the value, the quality of everything. It's just going to be fucking crazy. On Wednesday, I'm going to drop 13 single autograph Topps Chrome cards. I am not going to do this very often. This is going to be the steal of the BBDTC.com. I am signing everything with gold ink. There will be gold Ben Baller, not BBDTCs, gold Ben Baller autos on 13 top players of my Chrome set. There'll be some diamond die cuts. There'll be a Luis uh, Robert rookie card autographed in Ben Baller Gold. These are very difficult cards to autograph. Just so you know, I had to get help from other people, from professionals that showed me the baby uh, powder trick and all that stuff. Anyways, these cards will be priced lower than any of my Ben Baller autographs have. So this is a chance for you to jump on it and uh, they're, they're gonna go fast. Now, my Bay Area boxes, they sold out in a minute. You know, there was 10 of them and uh, you know, those are done. Obviously I'm gonna see people in three days. So uh, just so you know, my LA boxes are coming very soon. All right, I leaked the pick of my Brooklyn Dodgers custom collaboration with Alonzo Valencia. He's the one who made the RIP Mac Miller fitteds and he made the um, the cheater Houston Astros hat. Look, those BBDTC New Era snapbacks with the Brooklyn Dodgers fonts, those things are hard fucking body. There are only 10 made. They will be exclusive right now to the LA box. Okay, the LA box is going to be filled with heat. There'll be, of course, a T, autographs, Dodger autographs. Look, don't sleep. Those will go on sale very soon, maybe next week. And yes, only 10 boxes will be sold. And 10 boxes will not be shipped. I will meet all 10 buyers in person. Okay, I will meet the 10 LA natives locally at a designated place. Um, just be on the lookout for that. It is definitely something you don't want to miss out on, especially because I'm giving people like 20, 30 minutes a game. You know what I'm saying? It's LA. I don't really do LA meetups. I never have. In fact, for almost anything I've done, I didn't really did LA meetups. And so even though it's my hometown and people see me out here in the streets, it's never really a chance for people to kind of just really pull up in like the real LA area. All right. So now check game for real, for real. This doesn't just have to do with the hobby. This has to do with just a lot of things in life, okay? I want this to pierce through your chest. I want it to pierce through your ears. I want this shit to stay embedded inside your brain, okay? There is just way too much microwave era behavior. And I do think now that I've wrote this out, I think because of COVID, I understand some of that. But I do think that a lot of the times I see people acting like a microwave, and a microwave member, what does a microwave do? It cuts the time in cooking something, right? You don't gotta wait seven minutes to fucking have some soup. You could, or 15 minutes, right? 10 minutes. You could have it in fucking 30 seconds or whatever the fuck it is, okay? I gotta break this down. There is just really too much microwave era behavior, all right? Things that are hot, you should sit on. I know a lot of people don't know who I am in the hobby and they're just starting to get to know me now. Do you think Topps gave me a fucking 
my own chrome. That's their premier fucking set. You think they gave me that shit because I was just some fucking clown that was selling Project 2020 cards? Like, no, man. Like, I'd been in the game, everything else. They knew my design was cool and everything, right? But as soon as you move on to the next thing immediately or because you want to go to something you think is classic or whatever or proven, it's like, how can something be classic or timeless when you just have this fucking super fickle behavior? You're like super wishy-washy and this and that. Oh, man, I like so many people. Like, oh, man, I wish I fucking didn't sleep on fucking, you know, this John Morant rookie. Oh, I wish I didn't fucking sleep on Jokic or the fucking this and this and fucking, damn, I should have jumped on that Zion or I should have jumped on this, this, and this. It's like, no offense, man, but like for what I do for my friend in the living, like you didn't see me come in like Zion or like someone else for my respected background for what I do. What do you think I was going to bring to the hobby? And I know a lot of people didn't know. The people who did know, they rock with me. They bought the Ichiro early on, right? I see people like, damn, look what Russell Wilson cards are going for. They were $500 for a PSA grade of 10. And now they look at a PSA or a BGS 10 now and they're like fucking two, 3000 And it's like, you're not letting anything cook. You know, not to take away from fucking, you know, the little saying everyone's saying, let Russ cook. But at the same time, you can't simmer shit for too long. It's got to be at the right temperature, Low heat, okay? And you got to let it just simmer for a little bit, you know? It'll get there. Not for too long, you know? People don't realize the difference between a microwave and stirring the pot. They just don't get it. They either want it too fucking fast or they're waiting too fucking long, okay? Everyone wants to nuke things, all right? What I'm trying to get at is don't buy anything if $250 is too much for you, okay? I'd rather that shit sit on the fucking shelves. I've never seen so many people say, oh, should I rip it or should I flip it? Should I sell it? Should I do this? And again, dude, look, I get it. I know a lot of people probably don't make much money in the you know in the country, whatever. And let me finish before you motherfuckers immediately start getting all weird. The straight up weirdos, Okay. This goes for anything, not just baseball cards, okay? Shoes, cars, homes. I know people are like, yo, boom, I want to get this and flip this. Yo, man, that's not like, <laughs> play a game, look at, go flip something for $5, $10. Don't play the 250 game, which is really not a lot, okay? Obviously, the more that's at stake, the better the reward. But at the same time, be prepared to take the L, Okay? What I'm really, really getting at is when I hear people on Twitter tell me that they don't have $250, it saddens me. It makes me sad. Like, oh, I can't afford that. So I couldn't afford you. I couldn't afford this. Then it ain't for you. Okay. And let me say this so we could put it in perspective. I worked as a paperboy delivery kid when I was eight years old. I worked at a fucking martial arts store selling martial arts supplies when I was 9, 10, 11, 12 years, I worked at fucking Burger King for less than $4 a goddamn hour. 40 weeks, fucking not 40 hours a week, okay? I worked as an intern slave for $150 a week, okay? And at my brokest time, sleeping on couches, okay, $250 fucking dollars was not a lot of money, okay? I'm talking about even in the early 90s, during this time, we're talking almost 30 years ago. Do you know what 250 bucks in the 1990s are would be now? It'd probably be like a couple G's, okay? It wasn't a lot of money to me back then. 
even if it was more than I had in my pocket at the time, I knew $250 was very attainable, okay? Whether you got kids or whatever the fuck you got going on in life, okay? I'm not making fun of anyone. I'm not making fun of anyone who doesn't have money. I'm just putting it in perspective when I hear that shit. If you don't have $250 fucking dollars or it's too much to spend on cars or anything else, go out and do something about it. Go work harder. Go get some game. Go invest in some stocks. Get off the fucking internet unless you're using it to research a way to make more money. I'm just, man, when I see people, I, just, I feel bad too sometimes. Like, oh, but, and I get it. Some people just don't. Maybe, maybe you are happy and you don't get who I am or what I do or where I came from. All right. But I don't want anybody in my circle tripping on that. I know how hard it is to make a dollar because I worked those shitty jobs. Am I calling your job shitty? I'm saying that you to go pick at something. Like, I'm not talking about my cards being $27,000 or whatever the fuck it may be. And there's cards that are going for what? Fucking $3.8 million. I'm just saying that the hobby has such a wide spectrum and I show love. But man, when people try to bash for certain things, yo, Tops Chrome, the regular Chrome boxes are fucking two fifty dollars or even more than that, okay? My box is priced right and my shit has outperformed everything else. I don't know what the fuck is going on with some of you people, but yo, I had to put it in perspective, man. $250 is not a lot of fucking money, all right? You guys like jumping past shit, worried about sleeping on something, you're gonna worry about sleeping on this because my Topps Chrome set is the rarest Topps Chrome set to date, all right? And so later when people are like sitting there thinking, oh shit, whatever, I'm gonna be doing this for a couple more years, maybe several, but I'm doing it for at least another couple, two years. So you're gonna see that I'm taking this shit serious and this shit's going good and I can't wait to hit the national and all that shit and see you guys at fucking convention and everything and whatever. But with that said, it's time to end this episode. Look, I am so excited to see all of you people in San Francisco. Um, we got my girl from the Bay Area as well, Aria Price. Uh, she's going to be on the episode this week. We're going to continue with that Asian excellence. And um, then I'll be recording live from Frisco. Yes, by the way, Frisco is a legit Bay Area, San Francisco term. Okay. For those of you who are in the streets in the 90s, you would know. All right. Never San Fran. Okay. It's either SF, obviously San Francisco, or the city, or even SFC. You know what I'm saying? Motherfucking real street cats. No, you listen to some old fucking RBL posse. You see the motherfucking say SFC. Stands for SF City, right? Anyway, speaking of which, shout out to my G, Selsky. Selsky is a real Frisco native. Uh, I can't wait to connect with him for my Willie Mays card. I need some OG super 1950s uh, San Francisco history and stuff. But anyways, yo, look at everyone. Please pat yourself on the backs. We have completed another episode of BTB. And I cannot wait to do a live episode with you guys, even if it's virtual, okay? But when shit gets chill and really we're out and we beat this and there's a vaccine and everyone's just chill again, I will be doing live podcast shows in a city near you. Um, the Dust Brothers have done many. And so, you know, we'll get it going. I haven't done one. Never really done a show like that before, but I'm down. In the meanwhile... Enjoy some new Neo Jazzy Cloud Soul Beats by my guy, Lakey Inspired. All right, guys. I'll see you guys on Thursday. I love you. Peace. Peace.